Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Well, I think my uh, mind hump of the Toronto Maple Leafs and calling them Fredo really worked during the Tampa Bay Lightning series. And now I continue through the Panthers series. Toronto Maple Leafs, you're Fredo to me. Right, you don't want to talk about I will not speak of them. What happened? I do not want to hear of them. Right. Until well, they pull it together. Uh, some real panic in Leafland. Somewhat deserved in the fact that you're down two games in a series and you've lost two games at home, which is uh, the worst possible scenario to start. Bright side to this, if you're going to look for one, is the fact that they've been the better team for two straight games, mm. out shooting Florida both games, uh, and they've been out goaltended. Sergei Bobrovsky has been fantastic down the stretch. And so uh, with that, it, it makes it a little more difficult. And a great point made on the panel after the game is that the fact that this the game three doesn't go till Sunday now gives Bobrovsky two days rest before this. And he's a guy that goaltender a little older likes his rest. And he'll have two games rest and then another two days rest when the series resumes on Wednesday back uh, in Florida for games four. So um, a really, really tough situation for the Maple Leafs, but they have looked really good at times. They're close. And, you know, it's not like they're getting blown out 9-2 in, in two straight games and all despair needs to happen. But it is a must-win situation on Sunday. You don't want to go down 3-zip. You know, I will say that when you talk about looking good, that head of hair on that Panthers goaltender, he's rocking that good head of yes. hockey hair. Yeah. Good hockey hair. I mean, yeah. you barely keep the, the mask on him the way yeah. it popped off a couple times last night. I'll tell you what I did last night. I saw five episodes back-to-back of Just Shoot Me, and I'll tell you what. That David Spade is some comedic talent. Now, this guy, in one episode, was dating a female boxer, and she had an ex-lesbian lover who beat him up. And the shenanigans went on and on. Just Shoot Me. Brilliant. <laughs> if I if I come over to watch the Leaf game at your house and you're watching reruns of Just Shoot Me, I would be screaming, Just Shoot Me. <laughs> we uh, we want to rock your block, and we are going to do so come May 24th, starting Monday, is when we want you to go to the rock.fm and sign up to have this, what might be the greatest moment of your life, having us in your living room. You know, you look back years from now and you think, oh, the... The birth of my children, my wedding day, <laughs> university buying my first home, or Craig and Lucky sitting in my living room telling penis jokes. Right. And, and really, that's, that's going to be top of your list. And for those who don't get us, I guarantee you this. If you don't go to the effort to at least sign up. Now, if, we, if you don't get picked, okay, you don't get picked. You can rest easy. You can rest assured. But if you never go and sign up, on your deathbed, when you think of regrets, <laughs> not telling family you love them much, not following all your passions and dreams, at the top of the list, you'll say to a loved one, I should have signed up. Yeah. Rock your block. Especially if you're thinking of selling your home in the next couple of years. You want to raise the property value. It, it's happened to almost, you're okay. right. Puts that on the uh, on the real estate slogan. Immediately after we've been there, homes have gone up by 100, 150,000. You're seeing it appearing in realtor.ca. True. Hosted a Craig and, of Craig and Ben and Lucky's uh, Rock Your Block. It's true. It's true. And and we've gathered the gang all together. Everybody's been like in, in the stall, just waiting to kick out the gates and get going again. And Teddy Reader is going to be barbecuing. And all the food will be a courtesy of Helinda's Meats. Our Havery Landscaping, Rob will show up, and he's going to give you $5,000 in services. 
Now, I don't know. He's a landscaping guy. I don't know what his services might be. He might be willing to come and babysit your kids. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's the service. <laughs> if babysit means overlook, oversee them building a deck, yeah. then yes, okay. Uh, Durham Kubota is going to swing by with an FS38 steel weed trimmer. Right. That, that immediately adds value to your home. Uh-huh. Uh, 2500 bucks in services from Allen Tradescope Electrical. Again, services, I don't know, maybe he'll groom your dog. Uh, no, but he will make sure that the plug you're plugging the grooming equipment into is right. working properly. Uh, how about a $500 LCBO gift card courtesy of uh, Great Lift and Chris Lantane? Yes. I'll that, take that. That one will work. Literally, I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> what section of the LCBO would you go to with a $500 gift card? Which section would you go to first? Ooh, uh, I'd have to go, well, the case, the glass case. Yes. Those, yes. Case, those yes. ones. The one that we only just walk by. Yes. Vintages. Yeah. Yeah. But you know me, I, I, I look, I shop there based on aeroplan points. So <laughs> I still have a bunch of gift cards. I hope they haven't, uh, they don't die out. Do they die out? No. Good. Because I, I, you know. And I don't see the liquor control business dying out anytime soon. So no, they're doing well over there. I think you're going to be all right. And there, yeah. No fear of them closing. <laughs> they're, they're no bad bath and beyond. The, the, the more poignant question is how have you not burned through an LCBO gift card? Because of my alcoholism, I forget about them. <laughs> Like, I forget about my family's names and paying bills and covering the mortgage. My goodness. And, of course, Double the Pleasure is back. Now, this is going to be all new for us because uh, it's just the one that's just Cam. That's right. Well, it's not just Cam. There's the new guy. Uh, we don't care about the new guy. Just, right. Cam. just Cam. Right. Because uh, east. Kenny, Kenny went east. He went Pete Best. <laughs> he certainly did. Yes, yeah, so we got to meet the new uh, meet the Ringo. New guy. Yeah. yeah. See, let's call him Ringo. Same as the old boss. Cam and Ringo. Yeah. <laughs> Double the pleasure. Yeah, they're, they're actually now, they've given up on the music. They're more into, like, mime. They, they, <laughs> Cam's big into mime now. So he'll entertain the children with mime. Well, we're doing our little I'm radio really show. I'm really interested to see their setup because they had a they had a full blown mm -hmm. at one point setup. Oh yeah, it looks, it looks like Kiss in Detroit Rock City. But <laughs> um, they also had like their caricatures painted on all the stuff. So yeah, so what right. did they do with Kenny's caricature? Put a big X through his face. <laughs> Liquid paper and out. <laughs> we'll see. We'll all see when we all gather uh, Wednesday, May 24th at your home. So just go fill out the online application and we'll bring all those goodies and all those people. And you invite all your family and friends. And I guarantee you, you'll put it in your diary. And it's the greatest moment in your life. King Charles, big day tomorrow. Big, big day for King Charles, the coronation. Right. It's very important. It's big, you know, because I don't know that I've ever heard of an unemployed man getting a promotion. <laughs> <laughs> to the head of the organization, yeah, no yeah, less. Yeah, unemployed and all of a sudden running the whole thing. Right. So uh, it's a bit of a big deal. If you're into it, it's a big deal because it's the first time in 70 freaking years uh, that there's been a coronation. It's amazing to think, yeah, like, what, this is the, the second one that will ever be televised. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, first one was in 53 with, uh, with uh, Queen Elizabeth II. And it was her husband, Philip. Who talked her into that? This will be the first one in color. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, right? Uh, this is more of a religious ceremony. Dates back to like 1154, around the time that Queen Elizabeth was about 10 or 11. <laughs> um, and uh, so there's a whole bunch of stuff like Charles will get the five pound St. Edward's crown on that odd shaped head of his. Right. And um, 
Well, he's got the ears to hold it up. That's true. Uh, it won't leave the Abbey, though. He wears it there and then has to take it off because it's uh, the only time that it gets to be worn. It, it never leaves the Abbey. Um, the Archbishop of Canterbury will anoint him with oil from the Mount of Olives in Jerusalem. Oh, my God. my eye, I can't stop my eyes from rolling into the back of my head. <laughs> It'll be dumped on him by a 17th century golden vessel shaped like an eagle. Dumped on him. And now I dump the oil. <laughs> uh, it just goes on a spoon, I guess, and they, uh, they give him a little dab. A little dab will do you. Do you think the Mount of Olives in Jerusalem is also a good extra virgin olive oil? <laughs> it's not at Costco. Fry my onions in it. Um, there will be uh, various pieces of jewelry and gold and other things presented to Charles. And, of course, uh, the consort Camilla. I think there's another C word many would like to call her. But the consort Camilla will also be crowned. <laughs> I'm sorry, you called her what? <laughs> She's a... Uh... The queen of the side chicks. <laughs> yes. Not many can ascend to that kind of royalty. No, sir. Camilla will be in the hearts of all the hiders around the world. <laughs> She's the queen of the hiders. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> uh, they'll uh, head back to Buckingham Palace in the gold state coach. Oh, Lord. Prince William's entire family will be on hand. Prince Andrew's going to be parking cars. <laughs> or sleeping in them. Well, one of the two. Well, you're going to try and prevent him sleeping with anything at this point. It, right. Sarah Ferguson, Andrew's ex-wife, not invited. Not invited? Not invited. And, of course, we know Meghan Markle is not going to be there. I thought they were scrounging to get people to come to this thing. Like they were having a tough time getting performers to yeah. sign on. And then the family that do wants to come isn't invited. <laughs> Dysfunctional much there? They are just one bad soap opera. They it really are. Amazing. I mean, this is obviously he became king the second his mom died, right? This is more the pomp and circumstance side of things uh, where they do this religious ceremony in the abbey. Mm. Uh, but there, and there's a ton of traditions um like whether it's the special scepters and spoons and stones that are all brought to this. Yeah. Um, but, you know, given the fact that the the royalty and the monarchy is so trying to move forward, it's amazing how much of the old that they still continue yeah. with this, right? Yeah. Obviously, you can have a ceremony and uh, you can have the crown. I get it. It's the... it's. There are monarchs or, or monarchists who love this sort of stuff. But there is an element to this, I'm told, where there will be a, an opportunity for everyone, not only in attendance but watching, to stand and praise the new king and pledge your allegiance to oh, him. It, it sounds very dictatorship. It, it does. It, it, sounds, it sounds so old school and so, you know, polarizing against what people want to see from the monarchy mm -hmm. right now those who those very few who want to see the monarchy don't want to see this stuff anymore the pledging of allegiance they just want to see the crown jewels and move on right i don't want to see the crown jewels. i want to see his crown jewels <laughs> you know what i'm so excited about though british boy band take that right will be a part of the performance without their most famous uh, member Robbie, Robbie williams <laughs> what a joke at uh, Carrie Fisher's Walk of Fame induction yesterday, her daughter shares a funny story. She says, uh, when my uh, mom was in Star Wars, uh, boys started coming up to her and telling her that they fantasized 
about her mom. She said, my mom? They can't be talking about her. At the time, she, of course, didn't want her mom to be hot or cool. But eventually, she said, I realize no one is or will ever be as hot or as cool as Princess Leia. Right. So, uh, I wonder, um, with, the, with the gold bikini, like, did they show that to her before she took the role and said, you know, this, by the way, we've got Leia dressing up in this this time around? Uh, she probably saw the size of the check <laughs> and said, I'll wear whatever you want. <laughs> now, this adds an interesting question about the, having the hot mom. If you have a hot mom, do you know she's hot? Or does everybody, like if all your buddies see your mom and think, oh my gosh, Lucky's mom is smoking or Craig's mom is smoking, do we see them? That Like, not that we're attracted to them, that's too Freudian, no. but do we understand there's a hotness level I probably think you understand them? it, yeah. and, and certainly, you know, you realize it once your friends start talking about yeah. it. Yeah, and always want to come by when she's having a swim. Right. <laughs> Yay for Ed Sheeran, he doesn't have to quit music, he won his copyright trial, right. yeah. and he's still at the podium complaining about everything under the sun. He's complaining about he doesn't want to be a piggy bank for others. He's railing against bogus claims. He's going on and on. Take the win and go home, man. Mm. It's enough already. Uh, I get why he is uh, fairly upset. Because he had to be in New York for the trial, it did cause him to miss his grandmother's funeral in Ireland, which oh, that's not good. Uh, Russell Crowe thinks he uh, wasn't invited to the coronation because he doesn't say, Your Highness. Russell says he's met Charles, William, and Harry and refers to them as mate. Can't just bring himself to say your highness. Wow. So he thinks he's insulted them. Right. Okay. Well, or they just didn't want you. You're not big enough to be there. You're, you're, you slipped from A to about <laughs> D on the celebrity list. And speaking of hot moms, Martha Stewart love, uh, loves being a sex symbol at 81 years of age. She's a sex symbol? Yes. Oh. She, listen, I'd shop, Martha. Okay. Why not? Not really any older ladies you'd uh, shop? Uh... Yeah, like the Jane Seymour thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you can't say Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> Actually, you're too old for her. Uh, no kidding. Um, she says, the way I lead my life is a good example for others. I like that people still think I'm hot. She says, I'm a teacher. I'm trying to teach others that you can look great. There's no real reason to slump around. Now, she says she does watch what she eats, and she does Pilates, and she gets massages, massages and she goes to a chiropractor. She says, these are all the things I do just to keep feeling good. And, of mm. course, she's got enough money to do a lot of that stuff. Many people in their 80s can barely feed themselves. Right. But uh, I'd, I'd put a poster up of Martha Stewart on all. Remember Jane Seymour first, well, Bond Girl initially, right. but right. then Wedding Crashers, where she played that role, right? <laughs> yeah. I forgot. She was, she was smoking in that. This is an odd story. Somebody out for a little uh, walk in the woods. Stumbles upon 500 pounds of cooked pasta next to a river. What? They took photos of it. There's all sorts of different pastas piled up. Cooked pasta? Yeah. Spaghetti, macaroni, penne. 500 pounds of it. Like somebody came and weighed it. Uh, anyhow, they called it into their uh, local city officials, and uh, crews went out to clean it up. And people were having fun with it. Somebody called it Mission Impossible. <laughs> Someone also joked online that whoever did it should be sent to the penitentiary. Right. And another person joked, the guy who did it must be named Al Dente. 
They don't know where it came from or why. They're thinking possibly a restaurant or a caterer had a last-minute cancellation. But still, that's a lot of pasta. Yeah. The dump by the river? 500 pounds of it. Is it the river of marinara? Might be. Anyhow, I should know what 500 pounds of pasta are. I see it consumed at family events. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Maria went no carb. Oh, yeah, but the rest of her family oh. still consuming buckets and buckets of it. <laughs> Is there still always a pasta course? Oh, yes. I mean, at every family function, like when we have Easter, Thanksgiving, Christmas, there will always be usually a, a lasagna or yeah. something to start the meal. And then we get into the, the meats and the veggies and the salads. And I will say this, because I think uh, for most uh, non-Italians, mm. we hear about this. And we think, boy, like they're they're cranking up a like a can of Chef Boyardee at every meal that you're going to, and it, and, it, and it's not when you have like homemade. It's Italian amazing pasta. It's ho- it's 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 homemade. Like it, it's not even boxed pasta. It's homemade. Yeah. They roll it out themselves. Well, I mean, the other night, uh, I had leftovers yesterday from uh, Sabrina's, that Italian. Uh, mm-hmm place and it is it is so flippin good in oshawa that uh i'm onto the cannelloni now mm. but the pasta itself is so like she makes it fresh obviously yeah. so it's so thin yeah and like the lasagnas have like 11 layers and stuff like that and but it still comes out thin yeah well that's the thing too and the trick with now in italy uh like all countries with food and their, their the different styles of cooking Everybody's different from the north of Italy to the right. south of Italy. Yeah. It's completely different. And I noticed when we went, as much as I liked everything we were eating, uh, it wasn't until we got to the south that I really dove hard into the pasta. And what I realized was it reminded me of my mother-in-law's pasta, and mm. she's from the south of Italy. And with her, it's all all very, very basic. Like the sauce is, is uh, you know, crushed tomatoes, usually the pureed. Or, of course, she grows her own and, and does them all in the fall. But And it's just garlic, oil, salt, and pepper. That yeah. is it. Yeah. There's no other spices. There's no other craziness in the sauce. And, yes, it's all very thin, but unbelievably good. We're very naive when it comes to, to cuisine and, yep. and understanding. Well, China's the same way. India, too. Every province there mm-hmm. has a different tasting food just like here yeah you know like if someone came to you and or your house like hey you know why don't you make some bison or elk and you'd be like what the hell are you talking about have a hot they dog just, they just don't know no they right? don't we oh i was very proud of myself was it last friday yeah i guess it was uh david had gotten home before he took off to uh, cuba with his girlfriend as i continue to pay his uh osap um anyhow <laughs> That, that aside, we uh, we had. Uh, going, I thought he was going to Europe. He, oh, he is when he gets back. I pick him up at the airport on uh, Monday morning, and then Tuesday he flies out for five weeks to uh, Europe. <laughs> while I pay off his OSAP. <laughs> and my basement, my basement looks like diamond storage. Actually, diamond storage is more organized than my basement. <laughs> you should have just sent him there. Yeah. Take the U-Haul to this storage oh, facility. Uh, it's, it's happening soon. There will be a family meeting. I, I will say, I've passed a couple of these diamond storages. And it looks nicer than my house. It's insane. <laughs> That one, up, that one up near the uh, there at Totten and uh, Ritson is uh, <laughs> it's beautiful. This is a storage facility. Yeah. Anyhow, um, oh yes, this is what I was so proud of. I, I stepped up my eating game. Now I am I'm pretty good with almost everything. There's really not a whole lot. 
that I will actually say I don't want. Although I'm not a fan of rice and I will ignore it or try to avoid it as much as I can. Mm. Outside of that, I think for the most part I'm pretty good. But Indian food always threw me off. Right. But it's because I had one really bad experience where I went into this Indian restaurant with some friends, ate and spent the rest of the night in the bathroom in the restaurant. Anyhow, right. we went out for dinner and David loves Indian food, my, my youngest, as, as does Daniel and his girlfriend. And, and so we're like, where do you want to go for dinner? And I was really pushing for a pub. Let's go to a pub. Let's, <laughs> but, you know, since I was picking up the bill on that as well. Anyhow, uh, they all decide they want to go to this Indian place. So off we go. And I didn't realize with Indian food, much like Asian food, it's a shared experience. Right. You know, you don't just get a whole plate of chicken something. You you get little sample in you. So I sampled, and it was a great way to try it out because, one, if you get something you don't really like, you can push it aside and do something else. I went through all of that food. It was all lovely, tasted great, stayed in me. Wow. Now, am I going to eat Indian every day of the week? Probably not. <laughs> but I don't I don't have the fear of going to an Indian restaurant anymore. Right. As long as I'm with somebody who can order. Gotcha. I'd be totally lost trying to figure it out myself. Mm-hmm. I still have that fear. Yeah. <laughs> I have that fear eating it at home. Right. Right. No, I was uh, very proud of myself. I've I've matured a little bit with my palate. Only one player has ever died from an injury that they got during a Major League Baseball game. Dude's name was Ray Chapman of the Cleveland Indians. He was hit in the head with a pitch in 1920. Died 12 hours later. And then I started thinking, well, what about other sports? What about hockey and basketball? Right. And from what I can make out, only one as well in uh, basketball. A guy named Charles Hughes, known as Chuck Hughes, died in 1971. He was the only NFL player to die on the field. Now, others have died later because of injuries. Or so whatever. football or basketball? That's football. Football, okay. Uh, from what I can understand with basketball, there have been no cases of anybody dying on the hardwood. Right. Although, again, there have been others who have died after they came off. Football, certainly. And now with hockey, we're hearing more and more stories about the concussions mm-hmm. and you know, the long-term effects of that, right? But only one player in the NHL. So it's all just ones across the board except for the NBA. The NHL suffered only one on-ice death, and it took place January 13, 1968, when Bill Masterton of the Minnesota North Stars was hit by two members of the Oakland Seals, clean checks, but his head hit hard on the ice. Mm-hmm. So one well, for each, except for the NBA. Yeah, unfortunately, we've seen a similar situation in local hockey that happened famously with the Whitby Dunlops years ago. We've had close calls in the NHL as well. Clint Malarchuk, the skate to the neck. Uh, we've also seen you know, heart attacks on benches that mm-hmm. happened. It was Nicholas Cronwell, I think it was, um, in, uh, in, in Detroit that happened. Um, yeah, and the, uh, the, the Bill Masterton trophy is, uh, is as well still a trophy that's handed out in the, uh, in the NHL for the player who exemplifies, uh, perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to hockey. The first Sega has the longest lifespan of any video game console. The Sega Master System came out in 1986, and it was still being produced in Brazil by a company that bought the rights. They even make new games for it. Wow. It's still around. Uh, The strands of hair on the head of Donald Trump's wax replica at Madame Tussauds are made of human and yak hair. (laughs) For his eyebrows, they use squirrel hair. You should uh, incorporate some of that yak. Yak is awesome. So many people yak when they think of them. (laughs) 
even though Betamax was a flop, Sony kept on manufacturing blank tapes for the machines and only stopped in 2016. Really? I had to prove to my father that I wouldn't stiff him if he co-signed a loan for me. So years ago, when I wanted a, my first car. So that Christmas, I bought my mom and dad on layaway a Betamax machine from Japan Camera. Do you remember Japan Camera? I remember Japan Camera. And uh, and I think I paid like $1,700 for this thing. Oh, Weighed 450 wow. pounds. Yeah. There's a great video the NHL has circulating right now of, I think it's like Austin Matthews and some of the young stars of the game. And they put a VHS tape, Connor McDavid, Kale McCarr as well. Mm. And they don't know what it is. Like they they've never seen. Yeah, they do that with young kids too with dial phones, with right. old dial phones and such. Sinister came from a Latin word meaning on the left side. It's a remnant of the outdated association between left-handed people and wickedness. Interesting. I'm a left, and I'm wicked. Yeah. Wearing a tinfoil hat doesn't block radio frequencies. It <laughs> actually am it amplifies them. If you were in an emergency and you were in South Korea. Say you were being robbed, you'd call 112 for a crime. Oh. You'd call 119 for a fire. Wow. 113 if you want to report a spy. Really? Yeah. That all seems very confusing. Speaking about death, the first person to have a number one hit after they died was Otis Redding, was sitting on the dock of the bay. Right. He was released uh, and uh, hit number one on January 1968, a month after he died in a plane crash. Hmm. The word onesies is a trademark of Gerber. They go after companies that use it instead of generic alternatives like infant baby suit. They really? Yeah. And finally, with it being Cinco de Mayo, Mexico is not the real name of Mexico. The actual real name is it's the United States of Mexico. Wow. Isn't it amazing at Cinco de Mayo in America? That country is so messed up. They don't want any Mexicans in their country. <laughs> They're afraid to death of them. And yet they celebrate this day like it's, like it's Christmas. And today they're building a wall of margaritas. Oh, yeah, because they love their food, love the booze, hate the people. Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.